Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Okay, second last episode of Ramadan. I hope everyone's having a great time this holy month. I found it really uh, rewarding. Everyone is continuing to work and there's so many nice celebrations and gatherings around the city. Uh, speaking of things that happen around the city, today, this week's interview is all about the communications and events space and our guest has been doing it for a long time and tells a fascinating story about how uh, the big events have uh, been set up in the, in the city and how they contribute to the economy. So enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week with us is Mohamed Tayem. He is the founder and CEO of Entourage. They are a regional creative events and brand marketing agency steeped in Middle Eastern culture. So we're going to hear about the beginnings of Entourage and look in, uh, into the industry and then what's ahead. Good morning. Very Ramadan. good morning. Ramadan Karim. Ramadan Karim to you too. How are you today? Very good. How's everything? Excellent. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Entourage. Ah, interesting question. Entourage is a live communication agency as we as we love to, to, to position it. Um, started in the last crisis, if I may say, <laughs> 2008, 2009. Entourage is um, an agency which uh, tries to help the client in communicating the key message of the brand, be it a governmental client, be it, be it a technical or a technology brand, be it just a retail brand. We take these 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 clients into into their audience by identifying the right communication strategy. From there we start. So when we started, we have built a, a fully fully communication in-house agency. We have invested in a full creative studio. We have invested in a full PR uh, team. We have invested in a full events team. In addition to that, a media team led by strategy. I believe strategy. Within within the the, the fast pace marketing uh, changes in around the world, I believe strategy is the most important department which which agencies are looking into at this stage. Simply because you need to understand what the client, what the brand needs. It's not only pushing a service to the brand. You need to understand what exactly the brand needs. Within, within the region, within the target audience, within the geography of, of, of the brand itself. So from there we started back in 2008, 2009, uh, started very small with uh, one employee with me, then we started growing uh, from a very small agency into a regional agency operating now in four countries uh, with few offices in each, uh, in each country. Um, entourage itself, um, 80 plus employees. We have yeah. sister companies uh, from production perspective with another adding another, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 80 to 90 other employees. So in total, we're around uh, 200 uh, employees on the payroll. Wow, yeah. that's a really successful story, Mashallah. Well done. Fifteen years in, almost. Almost. Uh, that's a nice growth story. So. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the journey. 
exciting, interesting, tiring uh, <laughs> journey over the, the, the past uh, almost 15 years. It started from uh, a one-man show or a couple of people into big team. It's not easy uh, going into um, uh, international clients, going into regional governmental entities, uh, dealing with uh, with big projects, mega projects, dealing with multi-million projects is not something something easy. In order to do, in order to, to do that, I believe as each and every businessman on earth, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of high, um, highs and a lot of downs uh, through the journey. Our first milestone, if I if I may talk about, uh, was signing up with the biggest uh, brand uh, in the world uh, at that time. I, I believe it's one of the best now, the biggest now, uh, Google. Uh, back in 2011, we have had Google as uh, as a brief, the the first initial brief uh, to work with Google for for a, for a small event, uh, creative event. And from there, we, we have done it uh, perfectly. So from there, the journey started with Google. We celebrated last year, or last year we celebrated 10 years of, of, of success uh, partnership, a successful partnership uh, with Google. I believe having, um, from, from the start, having a big brand like Google on the portfolio was um, a major step in entourage uh, journey, simply because an international brand like Google will add into it the experience, will add into it uh, um, the credibility, will add into it um, the acceptance from, from, from the market, from the rest of, uh, uh, of, of the potential clients uh, across the journey. Um, the second milestone in Entourage's life, I believe um, a very important marketing media campaign uh, to promote one of the most interesting touristic brands in the Middle East, in the region, uh, Egypt. Okay. Egypt in 2000, from, from 2010 to 2014, they had the revolution. Uh, I'm not sure if, if you remember the president who changing the government, changing mm. the, the regime completely. In 2014, the current president uh, was appointed uh, through election. From there, we got appointed to promote, to re-promote Egypt into the Arab world, to the region, to the Middle East. Um, Egypt is very close to, 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 to the GCC. Uh, we look, we look alike in so many uh, elements. So promoting Egypt or re-promoting Egypt into the Arab world or re-bringing the, the Arab world into Egypt to start, uh, uh going as, 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 as tourists, as business, etc., was another milestone on Touraj life. We have run, uh, two years of, of successful campaigns. Um, I think that was another uh, big milestone, mm. which added to entourage promoting countries. I think we can talk a lot about uh, the importance of or the, the difference between promoting just a brand and promoting country. That I think is something we can add on, on later on, on, the, on the show. Uh, third milestone uh, through the journey was uh, in the middle of Corona, up, get, getting appointed to organize the G20. Oh, wow. In Saudi. In Saudi, yeah. In Saudi. G20, that was going to be really big and then it was scaled back. It was scaled of, back. So, yeah. um, but though the, 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 the size of the event got scaled back, but the vision, the ambition of having the G20 leaders in Saudi, the first Arabic country uh, to host the G20 was, was so honorable for, for all of us uh, as, as part of the organizing committee. Uh, so uh, it was a milestone, big milestone, uh, putting together so many uh, international conferences together, promoting these international conferences, making sure that the whole world hear about the, the output of, of uh, what's happening within these conferences, bringing the world to, to attend 
uh, and to show uh, to, to to watch a few uh, open to public uh, international summits uh, on on uh, virtual platforms was another another uh, challenge at the end of the day not everyone is interested to hear what's happening from political perspective uh, so pushing and, and pushing managed, audience you yes. managed that uh, the virtual streaming part of it as well we have managed the full uh, in, in introducing the, the, the first time the hybrid model of, of uh, mm. international summits at, at the level of, of G20 we have built wow. a studio in Riyadh in Crown Plaza and we have brought the rest of the G20 leaders plus eight honorable uh, countries into the conversation through virtual platforms we have promoted as well few open to air uh, or public events for audience to come and uh, and watch yeah so how uh, the you know the marketing services industry is quite complex there's many different True. offerings there's many different agencies and i think you know there's a strategy part but i think what you've described could be done by different agencies for example you could have a bespoke events, creative events agency, and you could have a, a comms agency or PR agency. True. Uh, you seem to offer both. And would you say you're in the sweet spot in the middle or, you know, for some clients, do you just do events or for other clients, do you just do the comms part? Actually, I'll go one step back if you allow me. Um, if you go to buy um, a Mercedes, definitely they will not sell you a Toyota simply because they're selling Mercedes. Same applies on the communication, same applies on marketing agency. If you go into, into an adver advertising agency, they will not offer you PR or they will not offer you event. They will offer it advertising because this is what they're selling. So that's why I believe strategy is, is extremely important. Having the, the, the old channels of, of marketing as an offering, I believe it gives the, free, the freedom to the strategy team to recommend the right marketing service. It doesn't have to be advertising all the time. At the end of the day, there are so many brands, it doesn't need advertising. It might need only PR. There are a lot of activities that doesn't need PR. It might just need social media, or it, not, it might need both social media and PR, or it might need an activation or a mall activation or a big event or a wow corporate event. So it's all about, it, it all depends on how the, the brand and the strategy of that, that brand from positioning perspective needs to be communicated with the target audience and the geography of, of, of that uh, target audience. Uh, from entourage perspective, we have, as I said, divided our business streams into two business streams. Um, we have a cost center completely revenue center from advertising and media, which uh, underneath it, we, we plugged in uh, communication. We have another uh, business unit called uh, corporate events. Within the corporate events, what we love to do, we take a project completely from concept from concept perspective, building a concept, into building agenda content, into building screen content, into building PR uh, plans and execution, media plans and buying, then executing the event itself from design concept and execution, mm -hmm. which which covers the rest of, of the elements of 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 the event the event itself. Well, I believe taking a full project from scratch makes it better for the agency and for the client in order to excel in delivering. Mm. Um, so many examples here in, in, in Dubai, as uh, we'll talk about Dubai in a second, do the importance of the event industry, how big is this industry in, mm. in, in Dubai in, in, in a second. But uh, what I wanted to, to, to say that I'll take Knowledge Summit, for example, here in, in Dubai. We have suggested it to the media, to the Knowledge Office, uh, to the Mohammed Barashid Foundation for Knowledge back in 2014 as an idea. Why don't we build 
one of the biggest conferences to take place on the global map uh, in two, three years or four years uh, to bring each and everyone who's interested in knowledge at large to be or to have this as a biggest platform or the biggest platform for knowledge as a conference. We have designed the brand, we have designed the logo, we have designed the idea, we have designed the, the, the first agenda, we have designed the content of, of the agenda, uh, we have created, I mean, the, the agenda itself, the sp we married the content into speakers, uh, then we have designed the journey, what will happen inside the event, what will people come and see, what they will take out with them. Then we went into the, the smallest details of how can I make the international speaker's journey a, a little bit uh, better, enhanced, how they can interact with Dubai as, as, as a brand, as a city, how, what they're going to see with once, once they reach into here. So we, we have built the registration process. Then what, what happens after the summit from, from easier perspective? Uh, Knowledge Summit started as a very small idea. 2019 Knowledge Summit accommodated around 8,000 people. Wow. I would say 60% of them from around the world. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's fascinating. And, but before we go, kind of go on, you know, I'm interested in this sort of market expansion approach yeah. because many people listening to this will have businesses in Dubai, UAE, and they'll, you know, they'll hear that Saudi is an opportunity or they'll think of other markets. Uh, how did you approach market entry? Was it strategic? Did you sense an opportunity? Did you win a piece of business? And how was that for you? I would say it was a mix of all. Um, when we started, we started from Dubai. We saw an opportunity back in the days in 2012 in Saudi, simply because we have had Google at that time, who they have big operation in Saudi. So we started going with Google to execute their projects in Saudi. We saw how Saudi at, at that time uh, was dealing with events. They were big on, on any, not in comparison to, to now, it was nothing. But I mean, at that time in 2012, they were having some good budgets for, for events. So we have started looking at the market in 2013-14. Uh, we opened uh, the entourage in 2013 in Riyadh and Jeddah, both of them. We have executed few small projects for, uh, for Google, for few of our clients. We did not expand heavily into the market. Uh, then when, um, when Saudi opened up with the new vision, with the vision 2030, we see, we have seen how aggressive was the vision because we were there in the market. So we have seen the aggressiveness of the vision, where the vision is going to take Saudi in, 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 in 13 years. So we have decided to be part of, of this change and we have decided to be part of, uh, of, of this new era. So we expanded our operation in Saudi. Same applies with us in, in Egypt. Cairo, when 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 we got uh, the contract of Ministry of Tourism in 2014, we have seen how aggressive uh, uh, Mr. El Sisi is taking uh, uh, Egypt into a new era. How aggressive the plans are. So we decided to open Cairo. It took us some time to 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 make the decision of opening. We opened uh, directly after Corona, I think 21. But I, I, I believe we have kept an eye on on Egypt heavily to see what's happening in in Egypt. That's why. We, I said, it's, it's a mix of all, yeah. taking a client and going into the market, meeting the leaders, meeting the, lead, the leadership of, of, of these countries made, made, us, uh, made us having a vision or understanding what's, what's happening in, 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 in these countries. And you definitely see it as a regional company. That was the kind of vision that you wanted to create. Absolutely. Um, the vision for, for Entourage is to have 
entourage as one of, if not the only regional agency operating in each and every uh, uh, city or country within the region. It's an ambitious plan, I know, but hopefully soon uh, it will happen. Today we're covering uh, uh, four countries. Um, I believe um, eight more to go. Okay, which are the eight? <laughs> uh, actually, Morocco, I have my eyes on Morocco next. Um, definitely GCC is covered between Saudi and, uh, and, and UAE. Uh, hopefully, uh, we have in addition to Egypt and Morocco, we have another part of, of, of Africa we need to allocate somewhere in Africa. Jordan, uh, my country, my homeland, <laughs> I should, uh, we should reopen as well. So, yes, uh, considering Qatar as well, uh, very soon, uh, yeah, we're Amazing. looking at, 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 the, at the region. Amazing. So, just want to ask a question because when, you, when you're an expert in events and you see when you pull off really good corporate events, is there a temptation to have your own IP in and do your own events? Or is, the, is there too much risk there with the selling tickets versus you know, that corporate margin? I'm sure my head of events have uh, wrote this question because they're <laughs> nagging, they're nagging heavily now on creating entourage IP event. Tell you the truth, we're not into this. I'm, I'm not yet ready for creating an IP event simply because we are, uh, we have uh, our our fruitful clients, uh, our grateful clients, which we are grateful for, um, which make which which is which 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 we are busy with their plans, making their plans come through, coming through. Uh, we have a lot of uh, conferences. Uh, we have designed, developed, and executed uh, so many big uh, conferences in the region, so many big corporate events, which have been placed on the global map at this stage, <coughs> like the annual summit, which I mentioned uh, earlier, in addition to many other between here and Saudi. Uh, uh, so I'm not sure if we are ready into IP uh, conferences at this stage or corporate events at this stage. Yeah, no, and I think that's good discipline because it's a different uh, business, isn't it? It is, it is, you it know, is. Especially in this region, it's hard to pull it off, the to manage the logistics and the footfall and the To tickets. tell you the truth, every time I attend, if every time I attend FII, I look at the IP, the IP events and the IP conferences, how successful they are and how big they can they can they can go. This yeah. is the future investment. The future initiative. investment initiative. FII is, I would say it's it's another uh, coincide of the WIF uh, Davos World Economic yeah, Forum. Yeah, for the Davos. World Economic Forum Davos. Um, uh, it has been called the, 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 the Davos, Davos in the desert. They don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, if you remember that, when, when they, they first launched it, mm. FII today is very aggressive. It has big plans. It's now a, corp a corporation by itself, led mm. by, uh, by some by a by a full uh, entity uh, managed by by PIF, uh, Public Investment Forum, uh, Public Investment Fund in Saudi. Uh, it was initiated as an IP, if, if I want, if, 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 I mo if I may call it, it was uh, initiated as an IP conference um, to have the uh, insights about what's happening in Saudi, to have uh, the full attraction, attention on the investment side uh, of Saudi. It's uh, interesting, um, the IP conferences, interesting, or the IP events, ticketed events, very interesting, but it needs a full dedication. It needs um, an investment. It's it's a full standalone project by itself. Mm. Amazing. And before we kind of go on a little bit more in that line of thought, I just want to sort of talk about 
digital, you know, the world is very different now than when you started. How have you navigated the trends? You know, what you do is rooted in, uh, you know, a, a lot of comms is very similar to what it has been. A lot of events are physical, but of course they've got digital uh, aspects. aspects. Uh, but how have you navigated those things? To tell you the truth, I, um, especially in Dubai, and if uh, Dubai changed the, the game in, in media in several occasions, one of them is digital. Yani the, 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 the traditional media was, was big. Most of the broadcasting was happening from, from Dubai. Outdoor changed, outdoor scene changed in the full region out from, from Dubai. Publication changed completely from, from Dubai. So the concept of having the awards ceremony connected into publications, I think, uh, had a glamour in, in, in Dubai. Mm. Then out of all of this, it started shuffling towards digital or towards um, just a phone advertising or a mobile advertising or just a website advertising. Um, I resisted a lot. It, it took me a lot, of, a lot of time to understand how can we send a media plan to a client of 10 million dirham, for example, to spend two or three million dirhams on, on, on social media. It doesn't make any sense for me at, at the very beginning. It, it mm. doesn't make any sense. Though it, it was convincing, as you know, digital today is playing major role. Today, digital is being preferred by clients because you can measure it, you can um, uh, edit it, you can change it, you can you can do a lot in, in, in digital while, while while you're running the campaign in order to identify the reach and the, to identify the right target audience. While in traditional media, you cannot change. I mean, if you want to change, you have to pay money, uh, simply. If, if you are an outdoor, you need to change the, 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 the artwork, you need to change the banners, etc. Uh, so digital, if we're talking about today, how do I see digital in 14 years? It, it grew, it changed completely the scene from running advertising campaigns on TV into running advertising campaign on, on YouTube or on TikTok or on Snapchat. Um, it changed completely. It changed dramatically. Today, media plans changed from 60 or 70 to 30 into 70 to 30. Now, most of mm. the money is being spent on digital. Most of the clients are favoring digital, or trying to avoid spending money on outdoor. Though outdoor is still working perfectly, especially within our region. But uh, you, you would see um, a lot of the traditional media like publications, like radios, etc., are not having a lot of media budgets to be uh, to be spent on. Yeah. So talking about sorry, talking about the events and virtual events as well, uh, it got adapted, uh, and it adapted to what's happening within around the region. But in, when 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 we were in in uh, in the Corona, uh, we have created a new company uh, called Eve Virtual. Eve is a virtual platform where you can host a full event within the same experience of a physical event, but virtual. Mm. So even event industry got at certain point uh, into the digital, adapted into a digital, we can talk about if from virtual perspective uh, as soon as we're ready. Yeah, uh, fascinating. But you know, just on that sort of virtual part, and you know, I think you were talking about the shift of where clients from a comms point of view or marketing, you know, no longer do they think they can reach people on traditional media and they want to reach them on digital and you can help reach them there. But I'm more interested uh, about the sort of 
technology and investments that you make? Because when I see a, a big production, a big event, and I see the entourage, production crew, the t-shirts, it's very, you know, it's very obvious, but I, I, I always, always admire how much, uh, you know, uh, infrastructure is there. And has, has that changed over the years? You know, the expectations of the clients, the software, the broadcasting, the hardware, how has that changed in that industry? Uh, a lot. Um, when we started, events were going, any big events were going live on TV. Today, TV has, has changed how many people today are watching TV. Even if they want to watch the TV, they don't watch an on-air TV, most of them. Or majority, they don't watch an on-air TV. They go into the applications and they download the, 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 the content like Netflix, etc. So uh, from events perspective, or from entourage perspective, if, 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 if we are uh, to talk about entourage, we have to adapt into what's happening around us. Today, events in specific, communication in specific, they need to be part of what's happening around us. Today, events are big on technology. We cannot be behind in technology. It has to be, we have to be big on technology. Each and every big corporate event, one of the most important elements inside the, 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 the controlled environment is technology, where people they need to come and see what's happening. They need to be wowed. The brand itself needs to be connected into the technology side to show the audience of this brand that we are adapting to, to technology. I remember last year, 2022, we have done um, a massive production, massive event for Aramco. Mm. Um, more than 35% of the budget were spent on technology oh, of, yeah. of the event. Mm. Um, immersive room to, 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 to make sure that we are showing the plans of, of where Aramco is heading, especially Aramco was, was in the middle of the IPO where Aramco is heading from technology perspective. Um, a lot of technology elements was in the immersive room. Each and every touch point within, within the, the exhibition, exhibition area, within the stage area, within the workshops area, um, had a touch point of technology from robotic uh, things into robotic arms, into robotic uh, um, future. Today, AI is, is, is playing it's blowing the minds of it, of everyone. We have to use it. We have to be part. We have to be prepared as as an event agency, which which talks into the minds of mm. set target audience in a controlled environment. I love to call to call it controlled environment because the event areas are controlled environment. It's controlled by the director, by the show caller, etc. So we push messages. So in order to push these messages, needs to be pushed in the right way. It needs to, 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 to be pushed to tackle the brand essence or the, 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 the governmental uh, entity uh, essence, etc. So today, we are big in, 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 from investment perspective. Um, when, 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 when I say that we own production facility, for example. Today, our production facility in Riyadh is around 25,000 square feet wow. of, of space. It has state-of-art uh, fabrication area. I cannot use the same items the way the same way we started in fabricating stuff as of today. Today we own big AVL equipments. I cannot use a screen less than, for example, uh, 2.6 or 2.5 uh, of of pixel, etc. Mm. Even the mics, even the cameras, etc. So all of this it needs to be uh, enhanced, changed. Uh, 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 
moving fast as the world is moving fast. Yeah, and it's expensive, isn't it? It is, it is definitely. It's a big investment, but yeah. at the end of the day, the region today, if, if, if we talk about the industry, uh, the region today is booming within within this industry. The region is appreciating the industry. Yeah, definitely. It's good. It's good. A good decade and good time to be in this industry. And speaking of the industry, you know, people uh, living in Dubai are going to be uh, at different levels of the consumer are going to be, to, you know, come across events, right? They either they attend them, they're part of them in their work. Like it's, it, you know, the, the city is run by real estate, but it's really run by events. True. And there's pop-up events, there's branding events, there's, you know, from themed nights in restaurants to even during Ramadan, there's Suhoors and Iftars, every brand is doing something. There's the corporate events. As someone who's, you know, really deep in the industry for a long time, how do you view the the city? Like, where do you break it down? Like, what's your what's your lens about what's going on? I believe 1999 or the year 2000 was a game changer for UAE at large, for Dubai in specific. When Jitex, the first Jitex, was hosted, it opened up the eyes of the leadership in the country the, on the importance of this industry. Um, I always love to talk about this industry, call it industry, because this, is, this industry is as big as real estate. You mm. mentioned it absolutely right. Mm. Today, the amount of revenue which is affecting the GDP of, of Dubai or UAE at large, from events perspective, look, look at the expo. Let's take expo as an example. Dubai Expo lasted for six months. How many people visited? How many people invested? How many people came to see the expo or saw what's happening in Dubai? Mm. How many people today, today they have changed their living cities into Dubai because of what have they, what have they seen uh, as part of an event they were invited to or just a, a commercial event or just a private event they attended in Dubai? So events is a game changer for, for, for the country. Today we have, um, I have read somewhere uh, a few months back that 4,000 millionaires came from Russia and Ukraine to relocate it 100% to have Dubai as their city. Mm. Definitely this had, did not happen uh, out, of, of, out of nowhere. There's mm. a huge infrastructure was built to accommodate these people. These people, they want, yes, they want real estate. Yes, they want a proper banking system, but at the end of the day, they want a life. Mm. They want uh, to build their businesses. So in order to build their businesses, they need the right infrastructure for business, for interaction, for trade in, trade out, for communicating their brands. They have seen how big communication agencies in Dubai they are. They have seen, they have attended big events in, in, in Dubai and they have seen uh, where this industry has, has reached. And I'm sure they have seen the plans of, of the country. Mm. Um, today, Abu Dhabi is, is playing a major role as well in opening up the country, the, 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 the city itself into uh, more SMEs, more technology uh, startups, more technology companies to come and relocate. So all of these is affecting, all, the, all of these elements are affecting us at large as an event professionals or as marketeers. Mm. Um, 2021 or 2022, uh, Dubai Economic Department announced a huge number of new licenses 
uh, opening in Dubai after Corona, which mm. is an interesting uh, announcement to show the to show the world that we are still the right uh, area, the right atmosphere for businesses, be it startup, be it medium, be it small, or be it large corporate corporations. Mm. Um, back to the back to the industry which we are in. Um, in 2000, the Jitex started. Then the events each and every uh, year we used to have uh, a bigger year of events. Uh, started as exhibitions, then we started hosting big conferences. The first World Economic Forum, or one of the first economic World Economic Forums outside Davos, was hosted in in Dubai. The Government Summit is bringing the world into Dubai. Um, Knowledge Summit, Islamic Summit, a lot of summits happening mm. uh, around us. In, in addition to uh, to the exhibitions, so I believe the understanding of the importance of of uh, of this industry. Uh, played major role in having on putting Dubai on on uh, on the global map. Mm. Today, Saudi as well is 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 playing this role. Qatar opened up into that. Egypt as well uh, opened uh, started opening up uh, into in, into into the importance of event industry at large, communication and marketing on the other side uh, yeah. of it. Yeah, you, I think you described it well that it it contributes to the economy because it touches many factors, tourism. Uh, you know, and just business deals being done, that commercial activity. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's fascinating to see how it, the numbers on Jitex, I think it's over 100,000 people attend. Yeah. The, the year, the full cycle of events calendar, we're all familiar with it now. We, You know, we know what time of the year based on which event is coming Absolutely. next. Absolutely. <laughs> next week is ATM, for example, yeah. the Arabian travel market. Is ATM is a very important occasion for all that tourism uh, professionals to come at me. Okay, okay, I'll see you in, in Dubai next in, in, next week in ATM. Well, I'll see you. We'll meet next next year in ATM to finalize this and that. So um, ATM, Gulf Food, Jitex, Cityscape. Previously, all these big brands they are as big as the world travel market of uh, of, of 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 London. Uh, mm. They are as big as in Jitex, for example. It's as big as Web Summit of of, of Lisbon. Mm. So. What I'm trying to say that these brands, they have created um, a brand by itself into the region, if not into the world. They are now accommodated or hosted, uh, associated with Dubai on the map, on the calendar every year. So it's planned in advance that next year I'm going to ATM. Mm. I know for, for sure that next year I am, I will be in Jitex Dubai. Regardless there is Corona, regardless there is what, whatever, the Jitex of Dubai, we can't miss it simply because it's one of the most important tech and uh, IT uh, exhibitions of, in, in yeah. the world. And without asking you specifically, you know, how you get involved in that, I think it, just make it a bit broader first. Uh, how competitive is the industry? How many people have the experience that Entourage has versus your chance of winning business? You know, and thinking of it from a, say, say there's someone who's thinking of setting up a comms type events business. One of the other- Every day there's someone doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but is it tough? Do they get going? Like, is it hard? It's, it's, it's getting tough every day. It's getting tough every day, but at the end of the day, uh, we have reached into a level where entourage is entourage. Um, when we, when we are called for a brief or we, when we are called for, for, for a project, there's an understanding of what entourage can offer, why entourage is being called. But what I'm trying to say at large in the market, today the market is super competitive. Uh, there are 
thousands of people who are operating in this industry, mm. uh, be it a social media agency or be it a PR agency or an event agency mm. or even uh, the larger uh, umbrella of Marcom uh, agency. Um, social media today, they are being offered at 2,000 dirham a month mm. uh, as on, on retainer, which is no one can afford <laughs> at the end of the day. No one can afford opening a business to, to pay a retainer of 2,000, mm. uh, to, to collect retainer of 2,000 dirham. But I don't know how people are doing Completely it. commoditized, yeah. Um, I, I, I own a company for uh, here in Dubai, uh, another company for fabrication, and um, it's, it's a production house. Uh, we used to sell, for example, the square meter at X amount of money. Today, it's less than 60 or 65 percent of what we used to sell before Corona, mm. simply because there are million production houses out there, Coz, IMPZ, uh, etc. I'm not saying is no, it's, the, it's good. Is that the joinery kind of production part to, facil- to yes. support your events business? We, we opened it to facilitate entourage, to facilitate yeah. entourage business, but at the end of the day, since it's since it's there, we we made it as a standalone company, and it can caters it can cater for so many other clients. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say that it's the competition is good as long as the competition is uh, keeping the standards, keeping the competition fairness. But if if today you are selling a social media retainer for two thousand dirham, how how on earth another agency can price themselves at 20 or 50 or 70. At the end of the day, yes, there are agencies. We are one of the agencies who are very expensive when it comes to social media. But at the end of the day, the, we, we know what we're doing from quality perspective, from execution perspective. Mm. But convincing the client that I am uh, taking this amount while there are million other people taking this small amount, how is it How is it logic? It's not an easy thing to, 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 to go through. Yeah, it's fascinating. It, you know, it, it, for someone listening outside the region to listen to this conversation, they'll they'll be impressed with how commercially advanced it is. It's it's a complete, you know, um, you know, it's how business should be done. It's supply and demand. It's True. matching prices True. and everything True. like that. True. But but just talk a little bit about the sort of you know when there's a big RFP or a tender for mm. for a corporate event. Yep. Uh, you know, do you have to? Is the pitch process long? Is it how many? people at your level can pull off the big corporate events. Is there five companies? Are there 50 companies? Are there 500 companies? Um, I, I, I believe there are two types of, of, of companies uh, or three types of, of, of companies. You have, as you said, um, the, the, big, the big agencies who can take out or take up uh, big briefs, big projects, execute them. There are the middle-sized companies and there are the small companies who are um, working on so many social and uh, and commercial small commercial uh, projects um, a lot of of the agencies um, or a lot of the companies they work on execution and production more than uh, strategizing and work on content or putting the strategy itself and the concept itself and make it come alive um, agencies who can take a project from a to z or building a proper into with the international standards i would say within the region they are they are limited simply because getting exposed into into organizing uh, international level uh, summits will give you experience every day while 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 the work is happening um, how many are they they are quite few but at the end of the day all of them are working perfectly all of them are delivering results showing the, the world that our region, Dubai in specific today, is the right place 
to host, to accommodate, and to manage these international standard uh, events. Yeah, amazing. And you know, in terms of the different offerings that you have and the size of the team, uh, obviously, you know, people who are working on social media and comms are sort of fixed employees. But do you have to scale up and scale down? You know, if you have a big event, might you suddenly need uh, twenty extra resources? And how do you manage that? Um, simply, as you said, we scale it up, we scale it down from freelancing perspective, but we don't rely 100% on freelancers, uh, though the market now is uh, shifting towards, towards, uh, towards, that, uh, towards that business model, though I'm not convinced with it at all. Uh, I believe that full-time employees are um, the asset of, of, of our business. Today, regardless of how much money we invest in equipments, um, it means nothing if you, have, if you don't have the right people to operate them, if you don't mm. have the right minds to create the, the, the right ideas. Well, these right minds, these right ideas are your asset, which you need to maintain, which you need to keep, which you need to make sure that they are being positioned right in front of the client with their ideas. You should defend their ideas to make sure that these people uh, ideas are uh, being being designed. I mean, presented, designed, and executed. Um, how we how we manage when when we have uh, big scale projects? I think for the past two three years, we have scaled up uh, rapidly. We're still uh, scaling up. We're still recruiting, by the way, <laughs> um, uh, simply to accommodate all uh, the, the the requirements which we are receiving, which which we are receiving on on uh, continuous basis. The challenge which uh, each and everyone in the industry face, um, the seasonality of, of our work, uh, you know that the summer, the summer season is a little bit slow. Uh, we have two heavy seasons. We have one medium range season and we have almost one dead quarter. Mm. So uh, maintaining um, the, the, the employees all the time, maintaining the, 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 these talents uh, satisfied, paid uh, all the time, uh, it's a challenge, I understand, but at the end of the day, the rest of the, the agencies, they see it as a challenge for more than four months of paying salaries without income. But at the end of the day, uh, this is the type of industry, this is the type of business which we are in. Mm -hmm. uh, you, need to accept, uh, you need to accept this fact, you need to accept this rule and play it. Amazing, good answer, interesting. Um, so two last questions, one is, so what's sort of next for Entourage? You know, is, it, is this something, you seem like you have a lot of energy, <laughs> you know, but you've been doing this for a long time. Is it something that you're passionate to continue doing and do you have future plans? To tell you the truth, I always, I always love to talk about passion. Uh, passion, I, I, I believe it's the key factor of any success. Today, when, when I started Entourage or when, when, when Entourage started, started on, on a very extremely small scale. Uh, today, Entourage is one of, uh, I would say, humbly, one of the big players in the, in, in the region. Where are we going? We're going behind our passion. Nowhere else. Today, we are so passionate about what we're doing. We, my team and myself uh, today are so passionate about seeing ideas of a pitch come alive. Mm. Uh, it's so exciting for us to be on site. I am always on site, by the way. Uh, when there's an event, I'm always on site. I'm always with the team, making sure that whatever we pitched for is being executed right into, the, right into the maximum quality which we can. There are a lot of circumstances around each and every project, but we try to accommodate and we try to uh, go over uh, the challenges and circumstances which, which, which happens uh, around us. Um, 
challenging industry, challenging uh, markets, but exciting industry and exciting uh, era for the markets. Amazing. And, you know, we often ask on this show about the Middle East as an emerging market. Yep. Uh, obviously, you know, and we touched on a lot of these topics that the Gulf is buoyant. There's a lot of opportunity. You, you, you're from the region. You've been operating business here for a long time. Do you think we're almost at a different phase now? Is is there an, a new region emerging? Is Do you think it's it can live up to these new visions that are in place? I believe if, if you look at most of, of the countries within our region, they have seen the importance of putting a long, a long-term vision. We start implementing it lately. I would say somewhere around 2015. Dubai was from the very few cities or UAE from the very first countries who put a long-term vision and started working. Egypt, Saudi, Qatar, uh, etc. They have now, um, since few years, they have put an aggressive plans, aggressive vision. Uh, they started shifting, emerging all the industries, all the entities around achieving these visions. Uh, vision 2030 of Saudi, I think, is an example uh, to, to to be educated or to be uh, to, to to be. Uh, Admires and yeah, admires uh, among among the whole world, not only uh, among the region. Today, mm. if if you've seen uh, Saudi before 2017 and Saudi after 2017, uh, there's a huge difference uh, in in commitment and delivering and in passion and achievements. And um, UAE as well, uh, we have seen a lot. Dubai in specific, Abu Dhabi in specific, they are on the global map since since a very long time now. Mm. Today, if you say international cities uh, around the world, you cannot mention Dubai, you cannot, you cannot forget to mention mm. Dubai, you cannot forget about the importance of Dubai as important as London, New York, uh, et cetera. Mm. So um, how are these visions getting the emerging markets into into the next uh, the, into the next step i believe the upcoming few years we will see a lot of uh, movement within within the region we would see a lot of business opportunities from let's talk about business from business perspective we will see a lot of business opportunities we have seen what happened in qatar we, we what what qatar did is mm. amazing mm. Uh, a lot of examples will be followed similar to the expo saudi i think uh, expo 2030 as well uh, is in the process of uh, we are waiting for the announcement so saudi might 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 get it uh, egypt is working on so many big files as well to be hosted within 2030 in in, in cairo uh, or in egypt at large so uh, we see big movements within within the area within the region i believe big plans from now until 2030 Amazing. A very positive note to finish on. Thank you for sharing your story this morning. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you for having me. Interesting and think exciting conversation. Thanks a lot. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. That was a fascinating interview. Uh, it really is you know, the heart and beat of the city, the events industry. Um, and Mohammed talked about the, you know, the big ones. We've got ATM coming up soon as well. Uh, if you did like that, I would recommend that you check out Nusha from uh, Link Viva. So they're a similar uh, 
company to Entourage and uh, that interview is on the timeline on Dubai Works on uh, any of the audio apps, but also you can watch them in full in video on smashy.tv apps, website, smart TV devices. Uh, thank you to everyone who behind the scenes who put this together, Ali Baba, Ali Khalil, Shihir Al-Kindi, and it is it will be available on uh, the smart TV, as I mentioned, and also there's articles on Love in Dubai. So thanks to the team who distribute that. We'll be back again next week. Uh, we'll be at 11 o'clock on Friday. Uh, during Aid, Al-Fitr will be broadcasting Dubai Works. Uh, but also on Smashy, you'll be able to consume lots of other content. So there's live futsal, live volleyball, live handball. There's some games tonight. Do check it out. Um, and if not, we'll see you next week. This show is brought to you by the Augustus Media Podcast Network. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it.